Welcome to Documentary First, an inside look at a first-time filmmaker's journey. I am your host, Josh Lindsay from the Movie Proposal Podcast, and with me is our first-time filmmaker on the road, Christian Taylor. Hey, Josh Lindsay, how are you? I'm great. I'm in my office sitting still, but you're moving 65 miles an hour down the highway in your Mini Cooper. <laughs> I am in my new Mini Cooper with my driver. Look, it's Hunter Taylor, everybody. We're so excited. Oh, is that what We're the business heading. manager did? Uh-oh. Lost Josh. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I'm back, everyone. I'm, I'm not moving, but I'm losing signal. But I'm back. Okay. I think this is going to be... Uh, an unusual recording trying to, uh, you know, record while Christian's on the road, while Josh doesn't understand technology and Jason is 10 miles from me and he can't help me. So this will be fun. <laughs> uh, and speaking of Jason, Jason Rugg is with us. Hey there. How's it going? Very good. Good. Hey, Jason. All right. So you're on the road and uh, you're on the road because Robin Dawson from Boston said your film was awesome. So there you go. <laughs> That's right. Tell us, tell us where you're headed to, Christian. Yes, I am headed today to Albany. We're going to spend the night in Albany. We're going to have driven, about, I think, about how many? 14 hours today, 15 hours. And then tomorrow we're going to get up early and drive to Boston and go to the Showplace Icon Theater, set up our little merch tables where we're going to sell books and shirts and uh, show World War II items we found in Normandy, and then we're going to come back at 6 and hopefully meet people that are there to watch the film. And I have no idea what it's going to be like when I get there. I'm super excited. I mean, in truth, this is our U.S. premiere, but really it's the first film premiere I have ever gone to as a filmmaker. And I'm so thankful to the Boston Film Festival for working so hard. I mean, we can only have 25 people there, but they're still trying to give us the experience that, you know, some experience. And so for a first time filmmaker, for me, they could put me up in a Motel 6 and they could, you know, have two people there and I would be thrilled. So I'm super excited. Awesome. And again, you got Hunter driving you there. So that's exciting. Yeah, you know, I was telling Hunter yesterday, I'm so excited about the pandemic in that it has brought him, you know, home at a time when he was there to start this whole film process. And now he's here to sort of bring it home. And if it hadn't been for the pandemic, that would not have been possible. So it's really neat to have him with me for this screening and then he'll be in chagrin also October 10th. So I love it that people get to meet him and hear his story and it's just very cool. So that's neat. And we had more exciting news. This is a super fun fact. So we've worked really hard to build our audience in France and really all over the world. And there are a lot of people in France that have been following uh, the making of our film ever since we first started shooting over there in France. And they've never been able to see the film. Um, but we keep posting and they keep asking, when can we see the film? So we posted that we were going to be in Boston and people online could watch it. And we were going to give away five free passes on all our social media. So yesterday we gave away five on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram so that people could stream on 
So we're having some slight technical difficulties. Slight Christian, technical could you repeat that for us? That for us? <laughs> oh no. How, which part do I need to repeat? Oh, that whole last that whole sentence. <laughs> <laughs> You're back. And she's gone. All right. She has left the and Zoom. It's me All and right. Jason now. It's Josh and me. Well, Jason, <laughs> we should make up some news about the, the film. Um, it's going quite well. We're uh, showcasing in Boston and then Chagrin, which, by the way, will this podcast be out in time for people to, to check out the Boston Film Festival? I don't think so. I think it's going out next week unless – let me – I can check the schedule and see when it's supposed to go out. Um, okay. Well, if you're yeah. listening to this and you missed it, uh, there are there will be more opportunities. And so I would encourage you, if you've never been to a film festival or watching online, to just start searching. Um, we know there's the Chagrin. We know there's the ladies. What's that one with the ladies? The ladies. Uh, lady filmmaker. Lady filmmaker. Which is in um, South is, Carolina, the, I think. And they're going to be doing a screen oh. online too. Okay. What about the one in Beverly? Isn't there one in Beverly Hills? So I think that's the lady filmmakers is doing a South Carolina or North Carolina. I don't remember. It's one of the Carolinas and Beverly Hills. I think they're doing uh, both. I think okay. it's, but so the one right now or in October is in the Carolinas. And then next year, I think they're doing a celebration in Beverly Hills. I think uh, I'm with you now. Okay. If I remember that. So yeah. Correctly. So I think, um, I think it'd be a great opportunity for anyone who's listening to, I mean, who knows what film festivals are going to look like in the years to come, if they'll be online again, if they'll be more exclusive in person again. Uh, so take advantage of it for sure while you can. Wasn't Amazon supposed to have some like the Cannes Film Festival on there or something? Oh, yeah. They were going to do – it might have been Toronto. I think they were oh, – okay. But that – oh, no. Oh, that was South by Southwest. That's what they were doing. But that oh. was – Gosh, that was, that was a while ago. That was a long while ago, yeah. <laughs> and I never heard it was probably three months out. ago, but it feels like an eternity ago, right? Yeah. Uh, so this episode will be going out October 1st. So the Boston Film Festival is already over by the time you're okay. hearing this. Um, right. Hopefully we'll get Christian back. We haven't even gotten a text from her or anything, so I'm guessing they just ran out of internet. <laughs> like, yes, that, that's to be expected when you're on the road. Um, yeah. What I can say is um, there's news of their first sales agent. They spoke to their first potential sales agent. This is a new brand new territory for Christian. It's brand new territory for me. Listen, do you know what a sales agent is in the world of filmmaking? Yeah. So it, it's, it's a little bit complicated because it might, it might seem like a distributor. Um, but a sales agent is, is more the person who would try to, um, I'm thinking this might be different. Shoot, I don't know if it's different in documentary. I'm thinking more television. But a sales agent is the sort of person who would then try to help get it to other places that might want to buy it. Um, so, all right, Christian, Christian says, a thing happened. You can go away. I'll text when I'm back. So, I don't that know mean? what that means. <laughs> I don't know if we're supposed to our, keep our rolling. The audience is on pins and needles. Will Christian yeah. be back? We're, we're Will kind it just of be Josh and Jason <laughs> tap dancing this whole time. Um, <laughs> so uh, actually, yeah. Go ahead. so yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what a sales agent for documentary films exactly is. If that's different, because like you know, terms get defined differently depending on what um, piece of media they're attached to. So like a spec script 
means something totally different if it's for a feature film or if it's for a TV show. So if you write a spec script for a feature, that's you writing a spec script. It's speculation. It's you, and then you're going to try and sell it. But a spec script for a TV show is speculation of if you got to write on that TV show. So you're writing a fake episode of an already existing TV show. Ah. So if you were to write your own TV show, uh, and then you would just call that a pilot. You would call that a pilot that you're trying to pitch around. But a spec script mm. can have two different meanings depending on if it's a movie or a TV show. And so that's what I'm trying to figure out. If a documentary sales agent is different than, a, than TV or uh, feature films, like narrative films. So, well, see. whatever it is, it's new to the girl who wore freedom and uh, new to Christian for sure. So uh, if you're a first time filmmaker, this is something you're going to need to know. So you'll have to definitely tune into the next podcast when I think it's safe to say Christian will be on it. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So I, I looked up a, an article from no film school, which tells us a little bit about what a sales agent does on documentary films. So it is specific to documentary films, what a sales agent okay. does. Okay. So a sales agent helps from tracking and signing projects to helping with festival strategy, assessing market trends, securing financing, and finally selling the film. Sales agents mm. work on a variety of elements of a film's release into the marketplace. So that is interesting because I'm curious what the distinction is between that and a distributor who then you know, I, I thought that's what a distributor would be doing unless the sales agent is part of the distributor and is helping Christian determine the strategy for where they're going to try to sell it. Or it would almost sound like a sales agent would help find the distributor. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really curious who and how they got connected to the sales agent. So, and of course yeah. now what we're saying is all speculation. We have no idea. <laughs> yeah. If you've been paying attention you realize, you know, Christian didn't have a game plan here, like most first time filmmakers. So there's nothing unusual here, but uh, there's a lot of lessons being learned. You know, if I could go back in time, I, I would do it differently. I'm wondering if the sales agent should have come sooner. We're going to find out. So that's our, um, our cliffhanger. We're going to leave you on. Does that sound all right? Yeah. Sounds good to me. Because what else are we going to talk about? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Let's talk about the weather, try and weather, find Josh. more rhymes with Boston. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if this is going to just be the end of the episode or if Christian's going to come back and we'll, we'll pick up where we left off here. Uh, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> now you're getting glitchy. Uh, so we probably should end it right here. Yeah. You, you got glitchy there for me too. So man, this okay. is just, it's, it's a great podcast. Really professional. <laughs> Very professional. <laughs> To all of our fabulous listeners, thanks for dealing with us. Um, I'm going to wrap it up here. And so, as I always do, I'm going to say thanks for listening to Documentary First, where we believe everyone has a story to tell, even if you're not good at it. And you can be the one to tell it. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Thank you for listening to Documentary First. We really appreciate your partnership with us. We can't do any of this without you. So thank you so much for listening, for donating, and for following along on our journey. If you are able to make a donation this week, we would really appreciate it. We are supported by donors who give us $100 or less, so anything helps. Also, if you're able to share the news about The Girl Who Wore Freedom with your friends and family, please do that on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or email. And sign up for our newsletter at thegirlwhowarefreedom.com. Please go to thegirlwhowarefreedom.com slash donate to make a donation today.